Hello and welcome. I think we're episode five now of our Money Mindset Coaching for Goals-Based Advice. So Kara and I are super excited to be here again today. How are you doing, Kaya? Kaya, Sorry. Really well and so pumped to talk about um, our final topic in this five-part series. So Yeah, so we've come through. We're just going to go back just a little bit. So we um, we talked also about uh, what money, you know, money mindset coaching is. We've talked about our past. We've talked about financial set points. We've talked about sabotaging or, the, you know, neuroscience. We've covered a lot of stuff over the last few weeks. And this, this episode's going to be talking about, so where do we, where, what do we do with this? Where do we go forward? How do we actually bring this into sort of an ongoing service. So I'm, you know, pumped to be chatting about this a bit more because I think it's always a forever changing landscape. And the whole idea of financial planning is that we're taking our clients on a journey and we're sort of getting them to do a bit of a transformation anyway, at least their finances. But this work is sort of taking that little bit further, that step just a bit above to sort of get them really emotionally and mentally invested in the financial plan so that um, the ongoing piece can be such, uh, so more, such more, I guess, valuable and more predictable for all involved. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing that it also does is it'll really expand the amount of clients that you can actually work with. So you know how, you know, sometimes we'll see clients where we really want to help them, we really want to serve them, but they're not at a point where they may be ready to invest or, you know, put money into superannuation. And it just gives you these additional options and different ways of really coaching people and helping people to get to that point um, where they can achieve their goals and they are in a position and you can do the more kind of practical investment strategies that that you really want to do with them. Yeah, 100%. I actually um, have a money coaching client um, that emailed me last night who where we did some practical steps from her and she was just a pure money money coaching client not really a financial advisor advice client so she just came to me because she really wanted to change her mindset and shift her beliefs and sort of just break some personal barriers that she knew that were holding her back um, and so we've we did a, a you know a series of four to five I think I think it was five uh, appointments, and then she's come back recently because she's realised that okay, we've we've done this transformation, and now I've I've got a kind of new financial set point. I'm I'm aware that there's more that needs to be done, and the fact that she's actually changed her financial position and saved yeah. more money, cleared more debt, doing all of these things that she wants to keep going on that and keep that momentum happening. So it's sort of like a nice segue to say in financial planning that that actually also happens when you start doing this work on this level. Um, we were talking about that off off air before we came on because um, a client of mine, another client who's a financial planning client, she was a single mum. Well, when I met her, she was married, but her and her husband split and I could see that happening. When you become a coach, you start seeing their their values are so different and they're they're directions were going there were just there was there were chalk and cheese in so many ways but the point was he put her in huge amounts of debt and um she basically had to really claw out of that and she's now on that 
sort of space and we, we did an automating banking process. So we've cleared a lot of debt and we're starting to really put more money in super and the mortgage is being paid down and she's only got another 18 months left of private school fees. So all of this is starting to come to a head. Now this is where the work starts really taking place because she's aware that she can slip back into sort of that scarcity mindset or that fear and that anxiety because she's been living in that struggle space for such a long time of clearing debt and trying to just sort of trudging through the mud. And now she's on the sort of verge of that freedom. And it's a matter of now working, coaching her through that shift going, you're now on that other, you know, playing field and making sure that there is no sort of falling behind, like falling backwards or keeping that anxiety happening. And so that's sort of where this beautiful ongoing piece can take place in the financial plans. The financial plan is never over. Even if they've actually reached the financial goal, it's about keeping them there or realigning and resetting those goals. Yeah, and it really ties into, you know, unless the client has done the work around the mindset, if they've always been in a place where they felt that they were struggling, if that was their upbringing, if that's what they believe, until we change that, they're always going to go back to that point because it's subconscious and 95% of the time we're operating from our subconscious. So unless we change that, that point and those beliefs, then it's really hard to, to not go back there. And so this is where we were obviously talking about the financial set point in another, um, another podcast as well. The other point I just wanted to make as well is we've all had those clients where they're earning good money. They, they, keep getting, you know, um, salary increases or they're earning more, but there's this lifestyle creep. And so they're actually never in the situation that they're spending more than they earn basically. And again, that's a mindset piece and a mindset issue for them to, you know, uncover why it is that they're doing, like what need are they trying to meet? What feeling are they trying to get from that um, in order to to move forward and so this is where it really integrates into the process over time you know not only over you know the year or two but over your entire customer journey with them where you can really help them move forward and with the coaching if you have more frequent um, meetings with them it enables you to really hold them accountable but also it's like if two months has gone by as opposed to six months or 12 months, it's a lot easier to course correct. Mm, 100%. It's a lot easier to get back on track, but it also enables you to get to the bottom of what's actually going on because we can't discipline them out of this. They can't discipline themselves out of this because it's this patterning and this conditioning that they keep going back to over and over and over again. And so until we're able to help them overcome that, until we're able to help them release that, then they're just going to keep running the same patterns on repeat. 100%. So we, one thing we see is clients that come to us and we've gone through a lot of not just their financial current situation. We talked about the fact-finding process and why why it was a bit of a flaw, right? We Because there's, we're not yeah. asking those deeper questions. When you're asking those deeper questions and then the client becomes 
has more of awareness, then they've far more emotionally invested in change, not just the actual dollar, bottom dollar amount. The change comes now from a deeper space. It's more of a, you know, a heartfelt, okay, this is really important to me because I don't want to be sort of, you know, any bondage to the, these, this stuff that's been holding me back. I don't want to be like my parents. My God, I've heard that many times. Or I don't want, I don't want um, to be just feeling like I'm a slave to my job. You know, yeah. all, there, there's a lot of reasons what, and emotionally um, driven purpose behind where pe- why people come to us is for financial advice. So we've really got to uncover the what that, that is. What, where is that coming from? What is the, the emotional um, point that actually has them invested? So if you get them emotionally invested, then you keep them emotionally invested along the journey. So regular meetings is imperative because when things slip up or, you know, they get your car breaks down or the there was something they just didn't expect or, you know, um, they get sick. There's all sorts of things. Or, you know, the market fell out of bed like last year and there's like, oh, shit, I'm panicked. I'm, what am, you know, what am I going to do? Well, don't, obviously as advisors go, don't do anything. Do not. <laughs> but, but it's more about then going, okay, let's sort of remember where you started and where you are now and get that emotional investment back in line with where they're going. So I'm constantly getting people to look at the past, look at where they've come from, not just from a you know financial point of view, but when they came to see me, how were you feeling? Now yeah. how are you feeling? Yeah. How can we how can we keep you getting those good vibes around your money? How can you keep being in love with investing in yourself how can we keep you being in that happy place when it comes to knowing that your financial future is unraveling before you just how you want it to to look yeah and that your goals are becoming a reality your dreams are becoming a reality and you're modeling that for other people that are around you um you know if you have children or other family members or friends you're modeling what's actually possible Um, and really, you know, gratitude is a big part of it as well. Um, you know, being grateful for everything that we have for the money that's coming in, but also more importantly, the money that's going out Mm -hmm. because the fact that you're paying that and we call it a bill, but we're actually paying for a service or something, you know, we're paying for our electricity and it'd be grateful for the fact that we have electricity, you know, you're paying that car payment, you know, be grateful for the fact that you have that car or, you know, whatever it is, but it's around the energy that we assign and the stories that we assign to things um, that really can either catapult us further or totally screw us up. It's so true. I don't know about you, but I, in the past have like, you know, finally get somewhere with a, a savings goal or, um, you know, I've, I've gone and thrown that savings over into my investment plan. So my, my portfolio, and then something's coming that I wasn't expecting. And I go into a mental breakdown and spiral and I'm, ah, my God, I haven't, you know, like I'm, I'm failing at life and adulting because I'm not getting ahead financially. And it's, and we all do it. I'm going to be like, I'm just explaining myself, but I know, cause I, you know, just had an email from a client saying, I can see this happening. I'm, I just get to this amount that I have saved Mm 
And then always something big comes along. It's like, you know, we've got to reshift our financial set points. This work, as we said in the beginning, it's like going to the gym. You're not going to have the perfect body unless you work at it all the time. So bringing it back to the financial planning process and this ongoing um, you know, service that we we have to justify, right? If we want to charge an ongoing fee, then we've got to show that we're giving this service. So it's really actually bringing more value to the table. So much more value, yeah. And one and thing, the valuable you are, the the more you're able to charge, and the more you're able because the service and the transformation that you're providing to somebody is there, you're actually helping them achieve their deepest dreams, their biggest dreams and guiding them along that process. So it gives you another way of adding more, even more value than you're already adding. Yeah. Well, I find with clients, like I've got a couple that have reached their um, retirement goal. They're not retired yet. Yeah. Now they sold an investment property and then um, they put a lot of money into their super. So that really boosted things along. Then they have really, you know, chucked down and their mortgage and their for at least that. And they've only got, yeah, their youngest is in high school and is now nearly, this is his final year, right? So all of these things have happened. And one of the things they wanted to do with their money when they've had the equity on their home was to actually get another property for their boys, And now they're actually in a position where they can buy property outright for their boys and retire comfortably. Boom. You know, the thing is, my point is that, and that these guys were for clients before, um, but the point is, and when I say before, before I became like started doing the money coaching work, the point is that we all know that the financial planning process is the ever-changing landscape because if the, the, the goal post is always going to move. As soon as that goal's been achieved, they've gone, oh my God, I can do this. Oh my gosh, I can do that. There's more and more and more and more you can do with money if you get, you know, you get that that formula right. So it's a matter of actually then adding this into your service. Yeah. And it's it comes back to around goal setting as well. So people normally fit into one of two camps. It's either not very much of a stretch, something that they know exactly how they're going to do. It's already planned out in their mind and they know they can achieve it. So it's not really pushing themselves to grow or develop or the other extreme where it's like, I'm going to go from, you know, having a hundred K in assets to a million dollars in assets in a year where they can then say to themselves, Oh, well, I didn't achieve it because it was too big a stretch. So it's human nature to kind of set these types of goals. And so with the people who set the really achievable goals, and then it's, they'll then move the goalposts further forward. Right. So it's like, Oh, I wanted to have enough money to retire and buy the children a house. Oh, now maybe we can buy one each or, and they'll keep changing those goalposts as, as they go along. Um, So the, this coaching process helps them identify like, and that's, that's great if that's what they want to do, but it also helps them identify what are the um, feelings and emotions that they're chasing that they actually want to have because otherwise we end up in this cycle where we're just constantly chasing the next thing. We're just constantly pushing for the next goal and then we get there and it, 
doesn't necessarily make them happy. And so it's like, okay, well, I need to have more. Um, So this really goes deeper into that psychology behind why that happens um, and how we can help our clients, you know, be happy and joyful and love life every single day rather than waiting for a future point in time, which may or may not happen. And then they just, you know, lost a year, five years, 10 years, chasing something, thinking it'll make them happy, thinking it'll give them something that's already within them that they can have right now. Yeah, that is so true. That's something I didn't bring up, but that is absolutely, I mean, this is comes back to where you get clients that do have the, you know, quite a nice uh, resource of funding, but they're miserable and they can be really hard, difficult clients. So this is a way of changing um, and moving things in a more of a positive way as well. Um, You know, getting them engaged on a different level. I do. And I loved what you were also saying earlier about the gratitude piece, because that's something I do. I do encourage as well. That is one of my tools. It's definitely in the toolbox is reminding people about the, how amazing their lifestyle is and having that conversation and what brings them, what brings them joy. We were talking offline a lot about um, the, that emotional investment. And when you're emotionally invested, it's so much easier to be more present in the process. Yeah. Enjoy the process. Enjoy, you know, what you're trying to achieve because we can operate from a hustle, push, push, push mentality and we'll get somewhere. We will. But it goes back to that. Are you actually enjoying life at the moment? Are you actually living Um, And this isn't about, you know, blowing money or whatever. It's about just being present in moments and being grateful for the small things and creating memories, right? But when we're emotionally invested in what we actually want to do and it's what we truly want to do from our deepest core, then the action, it just happens. We just do it because we love it. We do it because we're inspired to do it. And we get more done in a shorter period of time because we're not procrastinating. We're not like faffing about. Um, we know we've come from that place where it's like, this is, this is my dream. Like this is my purpose. This is what I want to do. And then everything else just becomes easier because we're not just operating from that kind of law of action and, and the push mentality. Yeah. And I have to say, I think you, you know, you're, you're actually speaking not just on behalf of the client's experience, but also from our experience, because when you move from just going, okay, here's the financial plan and doing the review and having a look at the numbers and having a look at, okay, we've, you know, we've reached X amount of dollars in the last X amount of period, you know, time, and showing your value in that respect. But when you're actually taking that shift from um, really being emotionally engaged in that client, how they're feeling, how they're engaged, how their experiences have have gone along the journey and, you know, high-fiving those moments and actually speaking to them on more of a regular basis, um, you will find that your experience as the advisor um, and coach is so much more pleasurable as well. Absolutely. Like celebrating their successes, celebrating their wins, because 
a lot of us got into financial planning because we wanted to help people, right? Yeah. And this is a way of helping them even more. And there's nothing better than, yeah, seeing that client actually achieve that thing that they thought they had this doubt. They were like, I don't know if this is possible. Like, I don't know if I can do this. And then they do. And it's just, it's incredible. Yes. Well, and that's, it is incredible. And one, one thing I wanted to talk to, to bring around before we kind of, cause we could keep going on um, the ongoing process, but actually how, how do we bring this into our business from a practical level? So um, we were speaking offline and I, I sort of said, I'm very happy to share how I've done this. And I've actually just reviewed my fee and ongoing service. Um, so I, and I know in the XY advisor community that there's actually a lot that's shared and I'm going to be sharing mine, but basically what I've done is I've got a three tier sort of, um, service level. Some clients has come and they really just want basic financial planning. I do still include some of this work in there and it's just a bit subtle. And sometimes during that work, I might then find that they uncover more and I'll then offer to then take them up and upgrade them to the next level. Um, the next level I do on average see my clients four times a year when that's some of my normal service, my normal service is quarterly. And then there's a further, um, that I've see them almost eight times or even more depending on their needs. And some clients with that, those would be really high end clients for high level of investing, but most of the time it's more high level of investing on the emotional level. So I've integrated both so that they can turn the tap off in terms of that money coaching, should they decide that they're really happy with where they're at right now, but we can then turn that back on, but they've still got me and I'm available to them um, on that higher level so that they're basically getting very bespoke service. Um, but that's sort of how I've brought it into my service so that it is, it's in there. It's clear that it's in there. Um, and you know, we, it's all signed off and they've, you know, they do meet. And I, what I also do when I take on a client is we book ahead. If most clients try, do do this with me, not all of them, because they're, they're going, oh, I'm going to be crazy busy. I don't know when, but we try and book ahead those appointments. So I meet them and go, okay, we're going to be meeting this, um, this time in the future. And then three months later, we're going to be meeting again. And then we're going to be meeting just before Christmas. And it's all booked out. It's all booked and locked in. So they're already committed. They know what to expect. They know that they're going to be meeting with me. Yeah. And I know potentially for some planners, you know, quarterly may seem like that's a lot, but so my, I'm a previous planner. I'm not planning anymore, but my money mindset coaching is an intensive. It's weekly for three months where we go super deep into this. So when you, you know, look at four meetings or even six or eight in a year, um, it's actually not that much given the amount of information or the amount of stuff that we need to unpack and the value that you can provide in that. Yeah. And especially when we're in this day and age with financial advice, there's been a shift to demonstrate value in um, us from a service level. And, and uh, you know, it doesn't actually need to be monetary. It doesn't actually need to show, but, but it could be non-tangible. And that non-tangible value is really where the client is 
um, so much more relaxed about their finances. They're more of a better headspace about their money. They feel comfortable about where they're heading. They may have achieved others, other goals that you don't see on paper, but they're really excited about that actually are happening because they've got their money stories in check. They're actually feeling confident. They know that their money is being managed well um, and that they're just on track really overall. So, and that's, that's, that's where the true value really lies. So regular check-ins actually make sense. Totally, totally. It's where, you know, if they're the type of client that will hold money and not not invested in themselves and like their health or wellness or areas where they could really benefit from or the other end of the spectrum as well. So, um, yeah, it does, like you said, Amy, add a lot of value to the service that you're providing. Yeah. Um, so anything else we really want to bring to the table here, because I'm just sort of thinking we, we've spoken a lot about, um, the ongoing process. Um, we were offline, I think, talking a little bit of about overcoming sabotaging beliefs. I think really it's pretty clear what we we're trying to sort of achieve in the process is once you have a, a deeper understanding of a client and their, you know, money issues, for lack of better wording, there are many tools that we can implement along the way and actually very practical tools that are part of the financial planning process that actually can unpack that almost automatically anyway. The point is that the conversation's been about their awareness. The conversation is bringing up the stuff and then making them aware of that. And then it's about you know, changing their language potentially, or even really simple stuff as like affirmations, plus then the practical work that we do as advisors. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other important thing to, to point out is we don't always solve mindset problems with mindset actions. Sometimes they are actually solved with practical action. So if you take your client, for example, that like buries their head in their sand and doesn't want to know what's going on, then, you know, it's a real practical action to get them to actually be conscious and look at it, to simply just look at it. Um, you know, sometimes it is mindset actions, but more often than not, it's actual practical things. And we, we combine the two so that the practical action taking steps and the inner work mindset steps together is what creates the magic. 100%. Actually, I was just, I was just smiling because I was just thinking I've got to make a phone call. I've got a client who's put her head in the sands and um, I, I've just gone, you know, one of the practical actions maybe is just to take my damn call, you know. <laughs> Yes, definitely. <laughs> that's, but I mean, that's that, that's aside. As once once I got get her on the phone, um, it is actually going to go. What's the the big question is what's going on, and that sometimes yeah. we as advisors, I think, have danced around that question a bit with people. Like you know, they'll just the clients show up when they're needing something, but they're not showing up when you've kind of got a bit of a plan for them based on what they've told you based on what they've said they wanted. And that's the thing. We've got to keep remembering what they've said to us, what they wanted, what they've asked for. And then they only show up later in the piece. or when it's convenient to them, because it's 
too much to, you know, it's, oh, I can't face this or I'm too busy. How invested are you? That's where the value is. It's helping them get over that point. Yeah, where they do shy away. And I know I'm not the only advisor here that actually has clients that go, yeah, 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 yeah. And then it's really hard to get them. Why do you think we've got that um, that opt-in, the three months extension? Because clients tie a kick. They're not fully invested emotionally. Yeah, they probably see all the value we add. They're probably stoked that they're going to, you know, that they're on track or whatever, but they don't see the absolute importance to be sitting in front of us and talking about stuff until they're emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically, and financially invested. And that's the key thing. It's kind of getting them on board from a very holistic point of view. And when I say holistic, I'm not talking about the wheel of the financial advice of insurance, estate planning and blah, blah, blah. Holistic from that end of the scale. From a life perspective. And again, really comes back down to that emotional investment, asking those really deep, deep seated questions, but then calling them out on it. You told me that you were feeling about this, that, and the other. Now, you're avoiding me. What's going on? Are you sort of falling back into your old patterns? I mean, how many advisors ever have asked that question to clients? I don't think many. I really don't. And I think the surprising thing to a lot of people will be those clients will appreciate that so much because often they don't have anyone to talk to about this stuff and they don't have anyone calling them out on their bullshit either. Yeah. I think this is where that term coach comes in versus just advice because advice is really practical, getting you from A to B and this is what I suggest you do. Coaching is getting you from A to B to C and D even um, and I'm going to push you and chat, talk to you and get you thinking and connect with you to make sure that that actually happens. Versus, you know, it's not just advice. It's more than that. It's a, it's a completely different action. Yeah, and I think more and more people are wanting this type of service as well because they, they need it and they can also see the value in it, the transformation that they'll get. I mean, let's just look at um, I'm in lockdown, you're not, um, but let's just look at when you were here in Sydney. How many people all of a sudden engaged in those personal trainers one-on-one because they couldn't go to their gym, right? They had a goal. They had, they're they're wanting to be coached. They need someone to push them. I am one of those people. I cannot, I cannot exercise by myself. Sorry. I need someone to give me a kick up the butt. This is the same kind of concept. Yeah. And we look at not only sports stars, but anyone that plays sport, or even if you look at, you know, kids learning sports, they have coaches, you want to learn how to do anything, you have a coach for that particular thing that you want to learn. You want to learn to play a musical instrument. You get someone to coach or teach you. You know, you want to get better at playing soccer or netball or swimming or football, or whatever it may be, you get a coach to help you do that. Yeah. It's like we're getting to a point where isn't money equally as important, if not more important, because that's what's going to enable your clients to do all those other things because they figured out their relationship with money. 
It's so true. Oh my gosh. This has been so amazing. Um, it's actually got me, it's put a bit of a fire in my belly because I now need to get, get on the phone. <laughs> Just thinking, I've just said some serious questions here to other, you know, for those who are listening. And I'm thinking, I got to go and ask those questions to a couple of people. Yeah. <laughs> Practice what I preach. But even, and saying that, we speak a lot offline with the work that we do for ourselves. You know, yeah. I'm constantly needing a kick up the butt. I do have a coach, I do have somebody who um, it holds me accountable, you know. Yeah. It's important because if I don't, I'm not going because I know my personality, I know myself and I will fall back into my bad habits, my old habits, you know, and I don't want that. We just can't see things for ourselves sometimes. We just can't see um, past our patterns because they're so ingrained in us and we've done them for so long that we need that um, neutral kind of independent person helping us with that. It's so true. So, guys. If there are any topics that we have covered in this entire five-week podcast that you'd like us to dig deeper into or any different topics you'd like us to cover, we would love to know um, and we'll be able to create a podcast for you on that. Yes, I can't wait. Um, we are working now on a lot of content. Um, so if you are interested to see what's coming next, um, just please do, I think we have a little landing page in the um, in the show notes. So please click on that and put your details there. Um, even if you're not sort of thinking to do any course with us, just put your details in there anyway because it's a great way for us to connect with you. Um, we also want to encourage you to share uh, share the love, share the podcast, um, follow us both on social, um, keep the conversation going if this is of, of interest to you. Um, we will be doing other webinars and things in the future as well. So I've absolutely loved doing this five-part series with you, Cara. Thank you. It's been amazing. Um, I think we, yeah, we love talking about this. We love um, helping people with this and really creating more awareness about this because the more people know the more people we can collectively serve together um, and really help, you know, a lot of people. So thank you all for tuning in. It's been amazing. Um, and hopefully we see you all pre-register below if you're interested and we can't wait to see you either virtually or hopefully in person very soon. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Mm-hmm.